Chapter Eight of Dot and Tot of Maryland. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Dot and Tot of Maryland by L. Frank Baum. Chapter Eight: The Second Valley, Part One gliding out of the archway into the second valley of maryland our little voyagers saw before them a big enclosure shaped like a diamond along two sides of this diamond the river ran very slowly and upon the bank at their left rose a huge straight wall of solid rock that seemed as they looked up to reach to the clouds upon the bank at their right hand however was a broad flat country which seemed at first sight to resemble any other beautiful valley having trees and meadow roads and fences and a few pretty houses clustered near the river bank but on looking closer dot and tot saw that all the trees had smooth trunks with bright colors twisted around them like sticks of candy the branches though smaller than the trunks had the same stick candy appearance while the leaves which were of various colors looked soft and thick as if they were made of candy too the houses were many-colored, being pink and brown and white and lavender, and the walls of all of them were as smooth as taffy. One big house, that was built exactly at the bend in the river, seemed to Dot to be made entirely of molasses candy, for it had the same color and appearance. The trees and houses and fences were all smaller than one usually sees, but the brilliant colors made them look very pretty indeed. The boat floated slowly toward the bend in the stream and finally came close to the bank in front of the big molasses candy house, where it stopped. Dot stepped out upon the bank and fastened the boat, and then Tot jumped out beside her. There was a little path, brown in color and rather rough, that led past the house and down to the river, where they stood. And as Tot jumped upon this path, he stubbed his toe and fell down. Then Dot saw him pick up a piece of the brown path that had become loosened, and after looking at it a moment, put it into his mouth don't do that tot called the girl in horror you mustn't eat mud tain't mud said tot with his mouth full it's fudge fudge echoed dot you must be crazy tot but she tasted a small piece herself and found that tot was right it was very nice fudge too and just then as dot was looking curiously toward the house she saw the door open and a little man come out followed the next moment by a little woman they were not only very little but short and very fat the man wore a tall hat a swallow-tail coat and tight breeches but all his garments seemed fastened to him in some way as if they were not made to come off and their bright colors looked to have been painted on the woman's dress had the same appearance and the big shaker bonnet she wore seemed really a part of her head when these people saw dot and tot they stopped short and looked at each other in surprise but the man seemed soon to recover himself and walked quickly toward the children swinging a candy cane in his hand as he came good evening my dears he said pleasantly good morning answered dot mornin said tot will you kindly tell us how you came here continued the fat little man you must excuse my curiosity but i cannot remember ever having seen any real children before our boat brought us said dot we're drifting down the river and have to go wherever it takes us oh i see said the man well since you are here permit me to welcome you to the valley of bonbons 
and he reached out his hand with a graceful bow to the little girl dot shook hands with him of course but it made her shiver a little the hand felt so soft and flabby and when she withdrew her own hand she noticed upon it a fine white powder like flour this she brushed off but the little man laughed and said it's only powdered sugar my dear i'm obliged to keep myself covered with it you know so i won't stick to things but but i, I don't understand stammered the girl aren't you made like other people oh certainly i am made like everyone i have ever seen until i met you and this little boy it strikes me you are the ones who are queerly made you don't seem to be candy at all oh no said dot in a matter-of-fact way we're just flesh and blood and bones and clothes added tot who was looking with greedy eyes at the strange little man well well said the man thoughtfully tapping the ground with his cane what strange creatures you must be in this valley everyone is made of candy and everything else is candy exclaimed the little woman who was peering over the man's shoulder and had not spoken before oh yes everything we know of is candy except the river continued the man are you candy asked tot with wide open eyes to be sure my bones are all made of stick candy and my flesh is marshmallow that is why i must keep myself covered with powdered sugar otherwise i would melt or stick to everything i touched my wife is made in the same way and we are very proud to know we are very pure and wholesome what do you eat asked tot curiously we eat candy of course that is what makes us so fat candy is very fattening you know said the little man cheerfully but you haven't any teeth remarked dot who had noticed this fact teeth <laughs> certainly not no one can eat much candy and still have teeth haven't you heard that candy always destroys a person's teeth i've been told so replied dot but we get along very nicely without them indeed our lives are decidedly sweet and peaceful just then they heard a shrill scream and at once the woman rushed toward the house running in a very comical manner because she was so short and fat that's the voice of our youngest child the baby explained the man i fear some accident has happened to it one of our greatest troubles is that we cannot depend upon our colored servants who are chocolate chocolates can seldom be depended on you know i hope nothing serious has happened to your baby said dot with ready sympathy probably not answered the candy man but i hope you will now permit me to escort you to my house you must be hungry and i will have luncheon served at once thank you said dot so led by their fat little host who waddled as he walked in a way that made tot laugh they went to the house and were ushered into the front parlor end of chapter eight recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida